not very nice and anatomically inaccurate prophecies of Oh Lord, hear the server. For the prompt, strength. Cast out your demons, written by Entangled Now and read by Chubb. The memory goes something like this. Aziraphale, I brought you some of those fruits I saw you eating. They are falling off the trees all over the garden. Crawley! Far from looking pleased to see him, Aziraphale looks horrified. He snatches at Crowley's arm, tugging him closer to the wall and scattering the peaches he'd carefully gathered in his rope across the grass. Hey, it took me ages to pick them all up. You can't still be here, Aziraphale says frantically. What? Why? Crowley thinks he probably shouldn't let himself be dragged around so easily, but this is the first time the angel has touched him. It answers the question he'd been afraid to bring up, about whether Aziraphale's touch would burn through his black robe. He doesn't feel anything but the grip of his fingers and the warmth of his skin. They are coming to close the garden for good today. I was told to be ready. The angel's other hand bunches aggressively in his own white robe, freezing it horribly as he looks through the trees. If they find you in here... He doesn't say anything else. He turns to look at the wall behind them, then he lifts an arm, swings from the elbow. The side of Aziraphale's fist hits the wall hard enough for Crawley to feel the sympathetic vibration through the earth, the sandstone seeming for the briefest second to compress under the force of it. Then concentric rings shatter outwards, as wide as Crawley is tall, chips and dust flung in every direction. The stones within shift and then crack, collapsing towards the middle, even as Aziraphale's still-closed fist pushes at the impossible mass. Against all sense, the wall obediently gives in, a clattering fall of giant sandstone blocks and rock chunks, exposing the blinding light outside the garden. All that's left is a hollow tunnel, full of dust and deep cracks. Crawley's heart is beating very hard inside his new corporation, and he's confused about that, because he didn't tell it to. He thinks a shockwave may have bruised him all the way through. His skin feels tight all over, his mouth a parched thing. He does nothing but stare at the opening for a moment long enough for the faint sound of voices to drift through the trees. That's the point Crawley realizes he might be in a lot of trouble, heart-pounding for an entirely different reason. He wasn't technically supposed to stick around after Adam and Eve set up camp in the desert, but he'd been half-trying to come up with a reason why he should. The garden was supposed to be empty. He was going to... He never finishes the thought.
Aziraphale reaches for him, tangles a hand in the front of his robe, and in one smooth, twisting movement, he flings Crawley bodily through the hole he just made. The hole, though, is effortless, the way Crawley is gently but unstoppably lifted and aimed and sent sailing through the air like a piece of ripe fruit. He is weightless, gliding without wings at impossible speed. He watches the light disappear and then reappear high above him. He feels the rasp of stone against the trailing hand for the briefest moment. And then he is landing on the sand, thirty feet from the hole, tumbling and bouncing, an undignified roll that leaves him in a stunned, demonic heap, his rope hiked to his waist and sand in his hair. He finds he can do nothing but lay there trying to catch his breath, his skinny legs splayed outwards, his genitals pointing rudely at the sky. The end.